often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 562. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox Penthouse. Trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, is uh, sunbathing at my feet as I'm recording this. There's a good chance he might jump on, on the desk, though. It's starting to be a thing. I blame it on my character I've gotten in Call of Duty... Uh, Warzone. I got the <laughs> operator skin from Rat Pack. It's a big wearing a big rat head, like a furry costume. He's got cheese written on his on his uh, ammo pack, and uh, <laughs> you know it's a little tempting for a kitty cat like Agent Fox Mulder. And uh, <laughs> the other night I was playing, and I just had it left on the uh, lobby screen. And uh, he uh, he was very interested in my Rat Pack. So he uh, jumped on the desk and was like hitting my screen and everything. And uh, I actually I I've got a game on my PlayStation. Ah, son of a bitch! I just stabbed myself with a mechanical pencil. <laughs> that was fucking smooth. Uh, I uh I actually downloaded a game on my <laughs> PlayStation. Um, to uh, ju- just for him, just just for my boy, and uh, I thought it would be fun. Um, I thought he would enjoy that. Uh, Tales of Iron, and it's a a game with a a mouse, or yeah, yeah, it's a mouse. I was gonna say a rat, but it's a mouse. It's a mouse, like a. It's a. Like an animated mouse, very cartoonish. It's a nice, it's pretty cool. Like uh, I don't know what way to describe like another animation. That uh, it's a good, it's a good looking game, and and it's a mouse. You get to play as a mouse, and like all the characters are mice. And uh, I only played a little bit, but man, he was pretty. He was pretty jacked on it. He was like in it. He's like, whoa, what's going on? Give me more of this mouse. I want to attack it. I want it in my belly. <laughs> uh, but I don't have anything too insanely interesting going on in my screen, so I don't know that he's going to jump up right now. And and the sun's out. He likes to sunbathe. He likes to sunbathe. And it's still a few hours yet from when I would normally feed him, so he, he shouldn't freak out too bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Good old, good old Agent Fox Mulder there. So he hears me talking about his ta- tail is wagging. And uh <clears throat> yeah, so it's Memorial Day weekend. I have uh, 3 days off and that's my first 3 days off since whatever the last holiday was. Well, I had Good Friday. That's right. I had Good Friday off. I think that was that wasn't that long ago. That was fucking April. It was like a month ago. Uh <clears throat> So I guess it wasn't too long ago, but it feels like forever. I haven't taken a vacation day since first week of November. And man, it's been since 2019 since I've taken a real vacation. So I'm like past due. So I, I uh, 
just thinking of having an extra day off is like, holy shit, that's fucking amazing. I can maybe rest and recover. Being an old, the old man that I am, I need all the time I can get to uh, recover. And uh, I think maybe I should just like, just say fucking go all in on steroids. Because, you know, that shit supposedly helps you recover. So <laughs> I just start, start juicing. And uh, it would really help with my job, I think. Because, you know, I do a lot of lifting, do a lot, you know, steel work and all. And uh, if I just started juicing and, you know, maybe I could uh, hit a home run or two. You know, that's always a possibility. Uh, But first, I guess you have to play baseball to actually be able to hit a home run. But, you know, perhaps, perhaps there's a chance that I could, uh, uh, you know, one day, one day hit a home run. I've never, you know, I've. Uh, I was going to say I've never hit a home run, but I feel like I, you know, may have hit one. Uh, I played baseball, not on a, like a team game or whatever, but just, you know, amongst friends and such and like gym class or whatever. When I was a kid, I feel like maybe I hit one, but I don't, I don't know. It would have been, you know, 30, 30 years ago or so, 30 plus years ago. That's a long time. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Memorial Day weekend, which makes it two years now, officially two years that I've uh, been inside the penthouse, and I still don't have anything going on in the downstairs, like no pool table, and you know, I'm really feeling like, you know, pool table is probably a horrible idea. It would be pretty loud, uh, it wouldn't be real cool to my neighbors anyway, you know, I don't think that would be much appreciated. Um, not that I would be playing it late at night, but, and I don't honestly know what their hours are but I'm going to venture to guess they probably wouldn't appreciate me playing pool (laughs) and uh, it would be awesome to have a pool table I have been actually like looking at uh, on Instagram uh, there's a channel I I don't recall the name of them but they make uh, these epoxy tables that are really fucking cool they're really expensive but they do a Pour epoxy in, uh, they have like reclaimed wood. And, uh, do, 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 I may have, uh, oh, I spelled epoxy wrong. <laughs> How did I manage that? Uh, good stuff, good stuff. Ooh, you know, I'm finding some that are like cheaper, but you know, they have different color, like they put in different dyes and stuff in the epoxy and just these reclaimed wood. Just it looked fucking awesome. And so a pool table, I think it would be cool to have one of these fucking tables. They're like uh even though I can't really find uh oh, it's a resin. Yeah, let's see here. Do do I guess here's a YouTube video on uh, showing you how to do it. <laughs> I don't want to actually put in the work, though. I'd rather just pay somebody to fucking do it. Uh, oh, there's a hexagon uh, honeycomb. That fucking looks amazing. Man, the, the, what people are doing with this epoxy resin is just fucking great, man. Beautiful. I'm going to make a bad decision right here. Jesus, I mean, eBay, that's got a fuck ton of them, and, uh You know, they make it look like a beach on some of them, and then uh, the one I, uh, the people I follow on uh, Instagram, theirs are really pricey. But they uh, put a lot of Star Wars shit in it and Marvel 
Like they'll uh, put the uh, Star Wars toys inside the table. Man, some of these just don't look as nice. Some of these ones on here on eBay and stuff I'm looking at. But the I wish I could remember the name of the uh, Instagram channel for the one that I looked at. Wow, these are just fucking amazing. And there's... I, th- whenever I see one and it's like a whole dining table and they're charging $200, I'm feeling like, uh, this is, <laughs> seem right. Um, man, they're awesome tables though. A lot of them make it look like a river and, uh, it would, uh, man, there's a lot of tutorials on how to do it, how to build your own. Um, it seems like a huge, <laughs> let's see what it says here on, uh, acrylicgissen.com? Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try. I don't even want to spell it out. <laughs> Acrylic's like part of the name of the thing. If you just look at a boxy table. Let's say, in this tutorial, I will show you step-by-step how you can make a stunning and exclusive epoxy resin table from wood yourself with the right technique. This isn't as difficult as it might seem. Um, at first, I will show you exactly and in detail how it works, and I will tell you some valuable professional tips. A well-done table is, of course, only possible with the right material and equipment. That's why you'll also find a list of what you need to make an epoxy river table. Let's look at the the uh, things you'll need, because I feel like I'd spend a lot of money just getting them to shit to make one. If I was going to do that, I'd have to make them to sell them. Like, I don't... <laughs> I might as well just buy one that somebody made. Some of these really look like shit. Some of them are fucking amazing. Let's see here. Here's the supplies. Uh, epoxy resin, although an extremely versatile material that once cured is also durable, is a highly sensitive material during the curing process. Thus, it is very important to select a resin of premium quality so that you can assure a perfect finish once the resin has cured. You will require both a casting resin for creating the river table as well as a laminating resin to provide a final coat over your tabletop, which uh, we have selected two of the leading products in which the category, in each category, to help you choose the best epoxy for your river table. You'll need liquid color pigment matte blue, metallic color pigment turquoise, liquid color pigment transparent. Yeah, a lot of shit. Uh, silicone caulking, 100% silicone caulking. Caulking gun. Duct tape. Oh, that's a... <laughs> we won't go into all this. But what is the... Uh, just give me an estimate. I want to know how much all of this shit costs. This is what I want to know. Give me a rough estimate how much... Because um, I feel like it would cost me a lot to build it myself. You know, for just one. And not to mention, it seems time-consuming. It seems very time-consuming. Uh, damn you. Deal with, you know, work with me here, uh, Google. Man, this... Yeah, I would like to see, like, an estimate cost of, like, building it yourself. But, man, this hexagon one is fucking amazing. I'd love to put this in the downstairs and have, like... You know, if we want to do, like, board game nights here and stuff. Because I've been going out to Curtin Tony's for board game nights. But I feel like if I had a cool, you know, setup down f- for here with the board game stuff, 
we could have some uh, games because going over there, you know, uh, there's only a few that would actually play like games that last for a long time. <laughs> and if I had a setup here, we could have some stuff set up. Like, you know, there's a lot of board games that take fucking an hour or more to set up. Ridiculous amounts of time. And just, uh, although, shit, if I had that in the downstairs, the cat would fuck with it. That would be an issue. That would be an issue. So I'd end up having to set that up in the other room. But I could still, all the same, though, it would be sweet to have one of these for a fucking board game setup. I'm already poking holes in my <laughs> theory. But there are a lot of board games that do take a long time, and it would make more sense to like be over here because I'm the only one that lives here other than, of course, Agent Fox Mulder. And uh, he he wouldn't need the ca- the table for anything other than to fucking lounge on. <laughs> uh, and just hopefully he wouldn't claw the fuck out of it. Man, that would be that would be depressing to have this amazing fucking table and he's, he's clawing all all to hell. I'd have to put a I'd have to finally get break down and get a squirt bottle. I think for that. Um, because that that just wouldn't be cool. Would not be cool. Um. See, this isn't too bad. I don't know. Made to order custom walnut hexagon epoxy table. It doesn't say how big it is. Uh, Four hundred seven dollars and sixty nine cents. That's you know that's something I could. Shipping on that, I would imagine, would be pricey. Uh. Oh, it's from another country too. Ooh, that's that's why it's so cheap, and so the shipping's gonna cost a fortune. Some of these are just so fucking cool. I mean, I could look at these tables all the time. But it's hard to decide, like, if I was going to get one, like, to decide which one I would want. Like, I th- I almost feel like I should go with, like, a video game, like, design. Because, you know, I'd love me some, like, Final Fantasy VII. If I could get some artwork done from Final Fantasy VII with some, some green, like, greens like they use. Or, like, Materia. Ooh, like, have, like, the orbs of materia like in the table that would be pretty fucking cool a color of the orbs of material all in the center maybe with like a buster sword oh I'm already seeing some cool stuff but you can go with the colors of materia of the different uh, resin in the table that would be pretty fucking cool <laughs> I I am th- oh, these things are so fucking cool as uh Again, though, the cat would probably fuck with the table. Hopefully that shit would be pretty, pretty strong resin. Um, I've I've done stuff with epoxy. Nothing like this, but in my old job, I uh, used to do uh, doming on uh, stuff that we would print. We would print, like, little uh, ovals to attach to, like, bags and such and different items. And the ovals... <laughs> Um, you know, it was a flat piece of, uh, whatever they would print on. (laughs) Um, I I feel like we use styrene for some stuff, but, uh, they had several things that they, they would use magnets for some things. And, uh, man, I'm going to end up making a bad decision here soon. soon. (laughs) So look at these tables. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, anyway, yeah, we would pour the, uh, well, there was a, when we started doing it initially, we just had basically a caulk gun, and it, uh, you had, like, a small tube of epoxy that you put in there, 
and then uh, it, I had to do you know hundreds of these things at a, sometimes at a time, uh, or you know like two hundred whatever. And the, the one tube of epoxy wouldn't get would only get you like twenty three pieces or so, and you'd be like hunched over, like caulking these things basically, you know, with just spray, pouring the epoxy on there. And uh, it was a bit tricky to work with. You needed to. We ended up learning, you know, through the years of doing. I did it for several years you'd end up having to heat the epoxy because a lot of the, the uh, there's a lot of issues with the uh, bubbles in the epoxy, which I imagine with this table that this could be a real issue. That would fucking suck to, you know, do this yourself and then have a bunch of imperfections in this table that you just, you know, worked your ass off to make plus, you know, spent a lot of money on. But uh, we would take a, a heat gun and warm up the tubes of epoxy beforehand and that would help you got that thing nice and hot, you don't want to get it too fucking hot. Also, you know, because you got to, for one, you got to grab it. And also, the epoxy becomes very runny whenever you uh, heat it a bunch. And you had to have it on a level surface because the thing wasn't on a level, the epoxy was going to run off. And because uh, it takes a while for that stuff to set. So I would imagine it would be, it would be tricky. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> anywho, um, yeah, we would uh, we would do that, and then and still you would have some issues with bubbles, but then you could then take it lighter over the top, and if the bubbles were on the top of the surface of the dump, because when you put the epoxy on the uh, these little ovals, they were flat. The material we were uh, printing on that we used for it would be, of course, flat. And then uh, <clears throat> you put the epoxy on it, and uh, it created a domed effect. So we called it doming, of course. And uh, but bubbles would still even so with like heating the uh, tube of epoxy, you would still get like bubbles inside it. And then uh, if they were on top, though, you could take a lighter, and the lighter would uh, get rid of the bubbles. You didn't want to, of course, again hit it too much with the lighter because then <clears throat> it would run the epoxy off the sides, and also uh, sometimes you overheat it; it uh, won't dry right. It won't set. So there was, it was, there was a lot of challenges to it. So this table's again, like the, the resin that they're using is probably, you know, a lot different than what I was using. But again, there was, there'd be a, a lot of issues if I wanted to do with myself that I could foresee being a, a real problem. <laughs> um, that being said, man, these tables are just fucking cool as, uh, I would totally dig having one. Um, and, uh, just thinking of doing that epoxy. Eventually they did get a machine that worked a little bit better, uh, for doing the epoxy sort of it, it heated it and then, uh, but if you didn't use it all the time, that epoxy would harden inside there. It was a bitch to clean out the gun, but the big thing was you didn't have to keep changing out tubes. I feel like the tubes of uh, epoxy at the end, like I could get a better consistency out of it than the uh, the gun setup they ended up going with. But, of course, it was more efficient. You're going to do a lot of it. You want a gun, like, because 
basically the the gun they ended up getting had like two tanks the of you know epoxy you've got two different tubes of uh stuff the the that combine together when you use the the gun and uh because by themselves they won't harden but together when they mix together of course they will harden and uh <clears throat> basically the the gun had like two like big tanks of those uh and they would uh i forget the terms <laughs> it's been a few years since i fucked with all that shit but uh that stuff would mix together and then bam um and of course i don't know if this resin works quite like that i feel like I feel like you'd have to mix this sh- it would have to be two separate components and then uh to uh let's see let's just see a cost how much that would cost uh hmm Yeah, to do like how much to make though? This is kind of like these smaller ones, fifty to one hundred and fifty dollars per square foot on average. It says typically a small to medium sized epoxy resin table can cost between two hundred and three thousand dollars. With larger ones with intricate designs, can cost upwards of three grand, which I've seen for more. Um, <clears throat> but again, I think it depends on the materials that they use and the the craziness like to the design i mean some of these tables just get really fucking involved and uh most of them use the re- i think the best looking ones are probably the reclaimed woods um wow yeah this one's like $9,500 but it looks fucking amazing uh that's fucking amazing see i would that that is a work of art I don't even know how to describe it. It's uh, they call it a fractal river table. It's only three stars. Why did they uh, rate it only that? Um, I wouldn't. I don't know that I'd pay that much for this table. There's way cooler tables. Jesus, here's a fucking like desk that looks nineteen grand. <laughs> it's cool, but it's not nineteen grand cool. Oh, this one's kind of cool. There's a, a lot of fractal ones. Um, meh. I don't know. Man, some of these tables, you know, ones. I really like the water looking effect, though, where it looks like a fucking ocean. That's something that a lot of these do. That real, like, bright turquoise color. And, uh,. Inside that wood looks looks fantastic. As uh, I should probably stop looking at this shit because I'm gonna be like, oh, I fucking need this. Damn it! Why do I have to be such a ca- <laughs> fall for the traps of capitalism? Uh, Jesus, this one's even like a cutting board, and it's like fifteen hundred dollars. What the fuck? It's really cool looking. But I'm not going to spend... Like, you got to have some money to waste if you're going to spend that on a fucking cutting board. Like, come on. Uh, Is there comments on this? Is this like... (laughs) Uh, 
somebody's got to be like, really? 1500 bucks. I mean, that's something I guess you just hang above. Like, you wouldn't actually use that <laughs> in your... Uh, who would want to destroy that? Cutting into it and all. That's fucked up. Serving trays with 30, three, 3,500 for these serving trays that, again, look really fucking cool. Really fucking cool. But those are more than the tables. You'd think the table would be something to be really cool, but holy shit, $3,500? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> this shit is getting insane. Anyway, um, back to maybe one day, hopefully one day I'd get like one of these epoxy tables and have it set up for uh, <coughs> playing board games or whatever, you know, having a meal just on the my epoxy table. I'll never be able to afford anything else again, so just <laughs> eat my ramen on my epoxy table. Hang out with the cat. <laughs> uh, especially if I spend like 20 grand. Jesus. That's, you know, that's more than I'm spending on my car, which uh, reminds me of my big plans, which uh, I did go over to uh, the old roommate's house, the, the former home to the Slapbox Bunker. Um, Went over the last night for board game night. Um, I don't remember the game we played, the name of it. I remember playing the game, and uh, oh, it was uh, Railroad Tycoons, I guess. There was like a you had to do like bids on uh, railroads. Like there was an auction, and uh, you get victory points for how many railroads you have at the end. You can get lands and buildings. It was a pretty fun game. Uh, and we had uh, smearing off ice with uh, Jolly Ranchers in it. Got to say, uh, smearing off ice with a uh, grape Jolly Rancher dissolved in it. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Make, it makes me almost think that maybe I should get some smearing off ice later and put some fucking Jolly Ranchers in it. But then I'd have to track down Jolly Ranchers, which was a bit of an issue yesterday when we were going to do it, is uh, trying to find fucking Jolly Ranchers. Which, uh, coincidentally, uh, <laughs> we didn't have to go to the... Like, they didn't, we didn't find any at Schnucks, the Jolly Ranchers, except for, like, the sugar-free ones, and, you know, we didn't want to fucking shit ourselves afterwards and get in the old diarrhea, so... Uh, <laughs> Jackman decided to uh, stop at the gas station to uh, find... And we... They were kind of hidden. They were like at the bottom of the shelf under some shit. But we found some Jolly Ranchers. And then uh, it was like the only bag they had too. And then, uh, of course, uh, we get back and he's putting the Jolly Ranchers in the Smirnoff. And then uh, come to find out they had a big bag of Jolly Ranchers already there. So that was fun. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that it. I would say that turned out well. I was a huge – I'm a big fan of grape flavor anyway, I think. That uh, the best flavor of Gatorade is grape. There's, of course, that's. I don't know if that's a a strong statement or not because I feel like most flavors of Gatorade are just complete trash. <laughs> I like the original Green Death Gatorade, and uh, there's a few. The Green Apple's pretty decent. Um, there's a couple that like I'm cool with. But I got to say, grape is my go-to 
It's Jimmy Jam as uh, Agent Fox Mulder is uh, trying to jump up here on the uh, desk as he might decide to <laughs> rub up against the microphone at any second as he's get he's climbing up to the monitor. He's gonna watch the sound wave file on uh, Audacity here. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, those uh, man, I might have to get some smearing off ice later. I still have an Angry Orchard in there uh as of course i do have monday off being memorial day and my big plans for the weekend which uh, that was like a last minute thing the board game night thing but uh my big plans are to uh <laughs> doing oil change in my car because it's overdue <laughs> that's fun last time i changed the oil kind of fucked up the housing on it there's a uh, for whatever reason, I guess to make it easier to uh, drain the uh, oil filter, um, the the uh, on my Mini Cooper, and I guess probably all Mini Coopers of the uh, BMW era, at least, have a uh, drain plug on the oil filter itself, so you can uh, unscrew that and drain the uh, remaining oil out of the oil filter to help that out. But it's like it's just a plastic thing, and then uh, <clears throat> I uh, stripped it out the last time I uh, changed the oil, and so I was like, "Fuck!" And I was gonna, I was gonna put in a new cap thing I had for it, but I couldn't because it was damn thing was like stripped out, and uh, I couldn't, uh, or I was, I I messed up the cap somehow, and uh, I ended up having to leave like the old one, uh, put the old one in there. <laughs> As I had like the new one, and uh, but then I was like, oh fuck, I can't, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I had to have something on there. I it never ended up leaking, it was all fucked up. I know that I was worried that it would leak, it, it never appeared to leak, thankfully. And uh, my car's still intact, <laughs> but uh, I, I ended up having to buy a new housing for the oil filter, so hopefully, uh, it doesn't actually, uh, I guess the the drain plug's not on the oil filter, but the housing around the oil filter, I should say. And so I had to get, because I stripped that shit out, I had to buy new housing, which I'm going to change now. That's pretty pretty great, pretty fun. <laughs> and uh, that's what I'll be doing with my extra day off. As, uh, it, it might, it's been a while since I changed oil. I had some issues last time. Like uh, Most of the times I've done it, like it hasn't been too bad on that car. Um I wish the car was higher up to where I didn't have to uh, get it on, you know, raise the car up to be able to do the oil change. But as it is, you know, I have to drive it up on ramps. And, uh, which I feel more comfortable doing that than getting a couple of jacks and putting on like jack stands or something. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't have like a, like, uh, one of the hydraulic, like, lifts in my garage. So I can't be like a, taking it to like a real mechanic or anything like that i'm not gonna drop that kind of cash that's that's money i'm gonna put towards an epoxy table not a resin table uh and uh yeah so uh that that will take a little bit of uh time to do hopefully it doesn't go too bad and i fuck up something else and have to replace the parts because a lot of times with these parts with this uh these mini coopers 
they don't usually have that shit in stock, but I can usually get it within a day or two. But again, this is my only mode of transportation. I uh, can't really go a, a day without the, having the vehicle. That that would be a real problem. Other than that, I plan on uh, doing some Call of Duty. It's, uh, it's a double points weekend, and I need to finish out my battle pass. I gotta say, um, <laughs> they... Just started with the rank play. I haven't tried it, but it's only trios, and you have to ha- keep playing with the same team for it to work, which is kind of an issue. I've got a lot of friends that play Call of Duty, but having everybody on at the same time, you know, we're guys in our 30s and 40s for the most part. <laughs> and, uh, well, just adult men. And uh, they tend to have, you know, uh, most of my buddies that play it have kids. And uh, other than, you know, myself. <laughs> and... uh it's they got a lot going on, you know. It's hard to uh, get everybody on the same page and uh, be able to have the time to to play to get ranked play. I'm hoping that they end up eventually doing like solo ranked play because I just finally recently started playing solo Warzone, um, which I played it like a couple of times before, but not really tried it much. Usually, if I'm playing by myself, I uh, <laughs> I jump into multiplayer. And then just do some uh, camo grinding and stuff. Try to unlock some new uh, camos or what have you. But that being said, I've recently started into the solos. And damn, I'm actually uh, pretty decent. I'm pretty decent. I've gotten like three or four wins within the last week on solos. And it was last week. uh, Hopefully they've changed it now. I guess I could pull it up and just see if... uh I didn't actually play it last night. I was going to say, um, <clears throat> they didn't, uh, they didn't have, uh, solo. Well, I've been playing the small, the mini battle Royale map solos. I've gotten like two wins, I think off that. And then at least one win on the, uh, uh, resurgence solos, the regular resurgence solos. And, uh, both of which I really enjoyed and like, man, I can, I was dominating on those wins. Uh, I didn't get like crazy amounts of kills. I had like seven to 10 kills, which is, is good for me, but like that's on those wins. I had either seven or 10 kills. I think only one of those I had 10, like the other ones I had seven, seven's my go-to number. (laughs) Um, but then they got rid of the those options for solos, and uh, last I played, they only had the massive resurgence map on solos, uh, which is crazy. I'm okay with having the massive resurgence if you're playing like quads or something. You got four people, you know. There's some distance between people, but that's like a very long match if you're playing solos. Everybody's spread the fuck out. It takes forever to see anybody, and. Uh, yeah, it, it was uh it was rough, man, playing that. I would way prefer to uh rock the old solos and I can't see my screen to uh hopefully this doesn't stop the recording. I'm afraid <laughs> playing I just want to open this game up to see uh as Fox Mulder is kind of in my way. Maybe I should uh Oh, dang it. I gotta try to use my other computer screen here. Pull this over here. Make sure it continues to record. I do have two screens, so that's something. 
and uh, it looks like it's continuing to record. Yeah, we're. I think we're good. <laughs> I just want to see. Oh shit! I got several friends on. I gotta quickly get off here, <laughs> here because they're gonna fucking end end up sending me invites and shit. I just want to see what. They're uh, do solos, man, solos. And it looks like the re- massive resurgence solos is still currently the only thing on there. Yeah, exit out. I don't know my buddy's thinking like, oh fuck, he's on. <laughs> I'm gonna start getting invites. Like I'm not, I'm not actually trying to play at the moment. Uh, I'll be on later though. Uh, cancel, uh, cancel things. Updating. All right. But yeah, that uh, that's good to know that I, I've gotten actually good at, at solos because then I can just jump on and like be competitive. And it'd be great if they uh, actually. Uh, did the rank play that way because I would prefer to do it that way to do solos and then I don't have to uh my buddies of course I think I talked about this maybe last week we were doing like a we were gonna do a rank because of the rank play and and trios and all <clears throat> we were gonna start two teams because we got uh six guys and we were gonna do like a draft the two highest members of with the two best kdrs were going to uh pick who to go on their team in a draft style, uh, situation and then uh, we would compete and uh, <clears throat> see who after a month I guess it was who had the better record as uh, Agent Mulder here is attacking the power cord to my uh, <laughs> laptop which unfo- hey knock it off man knock it off there's a little piece of velcro on there and he is really going at it there's electricity going through that, dude. Don't bite it. We don't want a uh, cat on uh, the uh, Christmas Vacation movie incident where it you know, attacks a Christmas tree and dies. It's shocked to death. That would make a real mess out of my desk. As now, Well, yeah, bite on the pen. Fine. fine. You want to bite on a pen, I'll let you bite on the pen. Don't get ink everywhere. But just, just not the ink part. <laughs> As he's, does that taste good? Does that taste good, buddy? <laughs> yeah, this cat, this cat is something else. And uh, fun fact about the going back to the oil change, though, I gotta remember, I gotta go back to the uh, auto body shop. Well, not auto body shop, but auto parts store, and uh, <laughs> pick up my air filter. They had to order one special. Uh, did not have that in stock. So that that's the big plans for after this podcast. <laughs> I'll go pick up another lottery ticket too. So maybe maybe the Memorial Day weekend will you know be a little bit more exciting if I can get a you know if I can just get enough cash, win enough cash to pay off my debt. Then it's real vacation time. Uh, at least one vacation we'll get out of that. Um, <laughs> until I run my debt back up, <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, I'll do a vacation and an epoxy table. That'll be <laughs> if I get like a like a win enough. Like say I won like fifty to a hundred grand. I get, like I pay off my debt, do a nice vacation in Ireland, and then buy like an epoxy table, and hopefully have enough money left over for like a Dave Grohl 
uh, Gibson whenever they release a new line of them because I kind of need it, you know. Kind of need it. Kind of, kind of, kind of. It, my soul needs it. <laughs> I, I can't complete myself. There's a hole inside me that can only be filled by Dave Grohl's guitar. Uh, and, you know, there's a couple of holes I guess Dave Grohl could fill himself, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, he's a, a legend, that man. Legend. Uh, I I don't know what I mentioned last week. I feel like maybe I hadn't mentioned it yet, but, yeah, of course, uh, the Foo Fighters have uh, announced finally who their new drummer is, Josh Freeze, who... Uh, has drummed for a lot of people. Um, I know a perfect circle. I believe nine inch nails. I don't remember who all he's, uh, he's, he's been around. Oh, damn it. I can't, uh, there we go. Can't spell. <laughs> uh, I got to switch to my laptop here for uh, searching things. Cause the cat is kind of blocking my, my screen on my main PC here. Is, uh, he's he's getting very animated <laughs> watching the sound wave go across Audacity here. <laughs> and he really wants to play. He's attacking a lot of shit. Um, he's uh, Josh Ryan Freeze. It sounds so, I don't know, having the Ryan in there. I don't know what middle name I would think would go well with that, but... Um, see here do, do, do. I don't want to know the solo work give me the let's see discography who's who's he played with that's what I want to know and it doesn't say it doesn't say uh, <sighs> since 1972 what do 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 uh, just tell me who he's played with motherfuckers <laughs> can you do that Wikipedia um no, no, Wikipedia is not going to help me out there. That's, uh, uh, let's see here. Fox, quit biting me. <laughs> okay. Oh, here we go. Let's get kind of, you know, uh, Josh Merritt, Ryan Freeze. This is what Wikipedia has said with him. So take some of it with a grain of salt. It's not always accurate. <laughs> There's, uh, he was born December 25th, 1972. He's an American drummer. He is the son of tuba soloist Stan Freeze and the older brother of musician Jason Freeze. Uh, apparently, uh, it doesn't say if he's related at all to Mr. Freeze, although that's spelled with a Z where this Freeze is spelled with an S. <laughs> See, he is a member of the Foo Fighters, so they have updated it since 2023. Since, like, officially, like, was it last week whenever they announced it? Um... He was a member of The Vandals and Devo. Fuck, yeah, I forgot he played for Devo. Having formerly played drums for Guns N' Roses from 97 to 2000, A Perfect Circle from 99 to 2012. So I would say, like, the bigger albums there. Um, Nine Inch Nails from 2005 to 2008. Weezer from 2009 to 11. uh, And Sublime with Rome from 2011 to 2017. He's a noted session drummer. He has appeared on over 400 records. Fucking shit, that's a lot of records. In December 2010, Freeze began touring with Paramore on their South American tour in fall of 2016. He returned to playing full-time with Sting. 
with whom he toured and recorded in 2005. Freeze performed with Foo Fighters for the Taylor Hawkins tribute concerts in 2022 and joined the band as Hawkins' replacement the following year, which would be this year. So, I mean, the guy's got the chops. The guy's got the chops. Um, He was great at the uh, Taylor Hawkins memorial concert. That's that's right on. And, uh, you know, early on, I... I know I talked about it on the podcast, but like he was definitely a front runner. But then, like, a, what is it? A week, two weeks before they made this announcement, finally came forward. It there was word on the street. Matt Cameron of uh, formerly of Soundgarden and uh, drums with uh, Pearl Jam, I believe, currently was sounded like he was going to get it, and then they, they were going to switch off duties between him and one other drummer. But. Uh, <clears throat> It sounds like Mr. Freeze has got it. So chill. <laughs> I'm sure he gets Mr. Freeze a lot. It's got to be. He should have just like a picture of Arnold as Mr. Freeze, like on his drum kit. That would be fantastic. That chill, chill, Dave Grohl. <laughs> they should make a song called Mr. Freeze. <laughs> uh, that that would be fantastic. And then just have sound clips. What are you doing, kitty? <laughs> I think that might actually be my fault. <laughs> the phone fell. Uh, let's see, Mr. Freeze. Uh, I'm sure they haven't put... Maybe, I mean, they got the new album coming out. This is, uh, do, 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 yeah, there's... <laughs> <laughs> if you search Mr. Freeze with Foo Fighters, it's just articles about him being the new drummer. There's a... Uh... Yeah. Some of these... Oh, just rumors. But... Uh... Oh, does he, does he have a kit here with Mr. Freeze on the... Oh, I can't tell. It's just the top part. Oh, I want to see. He's got to, right? I would think he's got to have like a drum kit with... Uh fucking Mr. Freeze on it. It's got to be. It dude, if my my last name was Freeze <laughs> and uh I mean I was I would 100% have a drum kit with Mr. Freeze on. It. Oh, that's a cool fucking drum kit, but it's not Mr. Freeze on. It. It's a skull with a telephone <laughs> skeleton. Um man, you would think uh I'm not seeing. Let's see here. Maybe if I just look at Josh Free's drum kit, that would uh, that would find it. I would definitely uh, love to see Foo Fighters live, though. I'm sad and I didn't get to see it with a uh, with Taylor because it just seems so fucking weird. Not seeing Taylor behind the kit at this point. I mean, obviously, the first two albums he wasn't a part of, but. Uh, you know, since I mean, he, I can't picture the Foo Fighters without Mr. Hawkins. Uh, let's see here, Josh Free's drum kit. Ooh, it's a uh, not Josh Free's drum, <laughs> but it, there's Josh Dunn, and it's got some cool looking colors to it. As uh, there's no sense in me buying drums. <laughs> I don't. Want, you know, a uh, lot of noise. A pool table would be easier to deal with. 
uh, for the neighbors than the uh, fucking drum kit. Jesus. Although uh, Jackman was, uh, I was talking with him about it, and like, uh, like uh, you know, an electric drum kit might be quiet enough for me to play in here, as long as it's not like late at night. Might be able to uh, drown out the sound enough, and then just have some fun playing the drums, you know. <clears throat> but uh, I, I don't see myself playing it a whole lot. The drums, the electronic drums. Although it'd be really fun. His, uh, I'm not seeing, I want to see the bass head. I'm just seeing mainly the one where he's got like the skeleton with the telephone. Not, and then other ones where it's just like playing DW head on the bass drum. Damn it, Josh Freeze. Get a Mr. Freeze artwork on your fucking drum head. There is no reason for you not. There he is with Paramore. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Oh, oh, shit. That's freaking me out. Here he is in Devo. This looks like from a long time ago. And he's got these, uh, looks like electric tape on his face to look like uh, <laughs> a mustache and goatee and the eyebrows. And it's freaking me out. Freaking me out. Um, Again, not, no Mr. Freeze on the, on the drum head. This is a... Uh, I feel like you're uh you need to <laughs> make this happen. Now that he's in the Foo Fighters, they seem like, you know, maybe they would push him for that, you know? It's uh it's got it's got to happen, I would think. Got to happen. And uh holy shit, it's freaking me out because I'm seeing a picture of uh what's it? Uh Jesse Plemons. Here, the actor who was in, of course, the greatest TV show in all of history, Breaking Bad, played Todd, which is one of the great characters of it here. He was a complete fucking psycho. But he's in a new show there with uh, um, <clears throat> Elizabeth Olsen. What was the name of the show? Um uh, b- 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 I don't know what the name of the show is. Anyway, they uh, he's lost a ton of weight in it. He looks like Todd of old, except you know he's he's like around my age. He's I, I think a, he's a little bit younger than me, like maybe a couple of years. He I would say he's in his like late thirties. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we we got to be cl- somewhat close in age. Anywho, how many's lost the weight? I feel like he needs to go back and reshoot his parts in uh, El Camino. <laughs> Just just saying that after seeing that picture because it takes me out every time because he's a lot bigger than he was in Breaking Bad when he made El Camino. And I can't help but notice because usually when I watch El Camino, it's like after binging all of Breaking Bad. And I flip over to El Camino, which is supposed to take place before, of course, the end of Breaking Bad because, spoiler alert, Todd is killed at the end of Breaking Bad. And well, you know, El Camino has flashbacks to Jesse being like locked up, and uh, of course, it involves Todd, and uh, he's awfully hefty. <laughs> and they try to hide it in the shots, like hide his gut, but it's a, you can't hide it. You can't hide, it, especially in the face. It's it's you're not hiding it. So it's something else. 
Anyway, I love, I love Jesse Plemons though as as Todd. That's fat. It's fucking awesome. And damn it, Josh Freeze, get the Mister Freeze drumhead <laughs> on your bass drum. Is it that hard? I mean, maybe he has. I didn't. You know, I haven't seen every picture of his fucking drum kit, obviously. But he should really work on that. Though maybe he's just annoyed. He doesn't like being called Mister Freeze. He's like, fuck you. I've heard this my whole life. Chill with it already. Chill. <laughs> Which actually reminds me. Um, I watch uh, Conan's podcast, which uh, you can also, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's on iTunes and all that, uh, the audio version. But I watch it on YouTube, at least clips of it. And they've done, uh, in the uh, mid-90s, they had written a script for the Hans and Franz movie. And uh, it was uh, Conan, uh, Robert Schmeigel, and... uh, I don't know why I said it like Schmeigel, but Smeigel. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Dana Carvey, as well as Mr. Kevin Nealand. And they wrote this thing, and Arnold was going to be involved in it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which <laughs> I said that kind of weird, too. Anyway, um, has... Uh, they, uh, I'm looking at uh, some Foo Fighter dates also while I'm thinking about this. Um, they had Arnold's interest in it. He, he loved it. He was, I believe, on at least one episode of SNL where he uh, was with Hans and Franz, if I'm not mistaken. He was a big fan of it. Of course, they were supposed to be cousins of Arnold. <laughs> the little girly man. Um, you know what? I'll pull up a Hans and Franz. Get get a little feel for it. Uh, little little reminder, because um, that shit was you know classic, classic SNL from the uh, late eighties, early nineties, during the uh, Dana Carvey Sandler era. Mike Myers, you know, of course the great Kevin Nealon, who. Uh, if you've never seen Mr. Subliminal is like one of the greatest characters on SNL history. Um, which I feel like didn't get enough play back then. Like, I don't think it was Kevin Nealon in his time got enough love. He was such a good straight man. And that character was fantastic. Uh, that being said, yeah, they have, uh, on Conan's, uh, podcast, they've been doing a reading of the Hans and Franz script with Dana Carvey, Kevin Nealon and uh, Robert Smigel as uh, being Arnold because he used to do <laughs> Arnold on the old Conan late night show. Um, let's see here, Hans and Franz. As uh, see if we can find some with uh, Arnold. Oh, here's one with Arnold. Yes, Arnold. Yes. As an ad, we'll probably play it first. So I have to. Yep, there's an ad. Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> uh, I still kind of miss the the premium YouTube. The only ads I would have to watch were ones that were in a video that uh, you know the the that YouTuber had like a sponsor. But those you can always fast forward through. 
Here we go. Here's Franz and Franz. Welcome again to Pumping Up with Hans and Franz, the informative training program for the serious weightlifter. Oh, welcome. We're back. All right. Once again, I am Hans. Yeah, I am Franz, and we are here to pop you up. Oh, there's the intro. And Arnold is in this one, so hold on. I'll pull up some Arnold here. Triple. That's oh, right. So, you know, we followed Arnold from state to state to lend a helping muscle. Yeah, take a look at this. Yeah. The next exercise is for the upper body to get really strong. Some push-ups. Okay? Now, for that, I'm going to have my cousins come out and show you how to do it the proper way. Okay. Come on, Hans and Franz. Yeah. Here they are. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Yeah, all good right. to see you again. Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, right. go ahead with the program. Show them now. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Okay, well, cousin, right. Arnold, you know, but first I like to say, kids, do not be alarmed by our stunning musculature. Yeah, we know your tiny children's brains can't possibly comprehend a muscle so large, an arm so strong, <laughs> yeah, a buttock right. so firm. Yeah, yeah we know you're traumatized right now from the sight of us, but believe me, our muscles do not bite. That's right, we put on our weight belt the same way you do. Okay, guys, you're not scaring anybody, okay? So let's go back. Let's go back to the exercising. That's what you're doing here. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I get it. Child psychology. Yeah, all right, okay, all right, no, cousin no, no. Arnold. That's uh, right. You know, right. It's, it's very important to know how to properly flex. Yeah, let's go over some simple poses like this. They're just... <laughs> Come on, <laughs> try it. Yeah, try it. Yeah, Conversing, basically. Yeah, no, 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 guys, flex. hold on. Guys, hold on, hold on, hold it. That there are more important things than posing. That's okay? right, that's right. Before no. you pose, it's very important to properly oil your body. No, that's right, <laughs> so go. that you can accent your cuts and your muscle definition. Yeah. Fellas, come on. You, we have to learn here about how to exercise. Yeah, yeah, cousin, it's all good to exercise, but sooner or later, they're going to have to learn how to compete. That's right. Okay, now right. before you yeah. oil up, it's very important to shave all your body hair. Yeah, that's right. We are completely hairless, believe me. No, 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 no. Listen, guys, this is not about competition. <laughs> it's about exercising. Listen, fellas, hear me now and believe me later. What you're doing here See, is you're now. doing the carriage believe in front of the horse. That's not what we want to do. And if you continue on this way, I'm going to twist your flap into the shape of a pacifier. And I'm going to have you suck on it until you boop in your diapers. Huh? How about that? Listen, we're sorry, cousin. Yeah, I, I will yeah. not. Uh, we're sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're sure sorry. I mean, you're you're real losers. You guys are the losers. I mean, you're wastes. Yeah, all right. But I, can I, now, I can now, please, cousin Arnold, can we please do the finale? Please, please. All right. Thank you. Thank you, cousin Arnold. All right. And they're they're gonna pose. There's a. Uh, <laughs> 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 Yeah, you get the idea. Is there <laughs> doing a lot of posing? Is uh <laughs> Oh, they're making their their boobs jiggle. That's that's very important in uh bodybuilding. That's uh that's something that's a must. Do the peck the peck dance. That's like very uh <laughs> Mike Tyson's punch out. Is uh <laughs> Uh, it's interesting though. Like the in the, the Arnold was supposed to be in the movie, and I think that and that apparently that was the only way that movie was going to get made is if Arnold was doing it because they needed a big star, of course, to uh, be attached to it. And Arnold was huge at the time. Had he get been uh uh on which he was like apparently in with it, and then like he ended up doing Last Action Hero instead, and the that didn't go over so well. It was kind of a comedy, and that really sold him on not doing Hans and Franz. 
And then the Hans and Franz is apparently going to be a musical. Which <laughs> sounds like a terrible idea to me. But apparently they did have a, uh, one of the things that Arnold really did love is uh, they go to Arnold's house at one point in the movie. And uh, each, like one of the rooms is based on like the human anatomy. Like, yo, you have the bicep room, yes. And like uh, there was a room that was all about the buttocks. Yes, the buttocks. <laughs> and it's like a big butt just opens up when you go into the room, yes. Uh but there was a lot of Austria jokes about Austria apparently in the movie, like eating these big, you know, <laughs> sausages. The first, yeah, <laughs> yeah, some first from the old country, yes. <laughs> Which I would love all that stuff, all the jokes about Austria and that good stuff. Um, which side note, this is an unrelated note. Uh, Arnold did recently; he's been talking a lot about like uh. And on a serious note, like anti-Semitism and stuff, because it's unfortunately, you know, majorly on the rise in the last, I don't know, decade at this point uh, or more. Um, definitely, you know, racism and everything ever since 9-11 has just gone through the fucking roof. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> Arnold uh, had commented about uh, anti-Semitism quite a bit, I believe, as of recent. And he did a video where he's, he had talked a little bit about uh, his father was actually in the Nazi party, which uh, I I don't know that he... Maybe he had talked about that before, but I don't know that... Uh, I think it's fairly recent that he's really got more into that. That's uh, <clears throat> obviously Arnold, not into fascism and uh, Nazis. That's a interesting thing. I, I maybe I, I'd heard that before, but I, I know he, he recently have, has recently spoken about that. And uh, <clears throat> that uh, man, I I know that uh, myself, uh, being German, my last name being Albrecht, and you go to Germany, and Albrecht is like Smith, man. It is. Everywhere. That name is fucking everywhere. And the street, I think the Gestapo built, the main building for the Gestapo was like on Albrecht Street. Um, so it's hard to uh, go to, I mean, I would imagine if I looked at most concentration camps and looked at the names of the guards and the people around it, I'm sure I would find plenty of people with the name Albrecht. From what I understand... My lineage, I haven't really researched my family tree. But f I remember hearing a story that basically my great-great-grandfather, whatever it would be, uh, had to come, or, or great-grandfather, whatever it is, um, had to come to the United States from Germany during the World War II. Uh, was part of the Luftwaffe, Luftwaffe and... Uh, I, from what I understand, had to flee. And again, I this is just what I heard as a kid. I don't know that I have researched it. There may or may not be truth to this story. <clears throat> it had to flee to the U.S. because we did have Jewish ancestry in the in the past. Um, <clears throat> so I again being a part of the Luftwaffe, that would be the Air Force. Um, so it wasn't like, uh, at least a member of the SS or anything like that, but, uh, 
just being a member of the Nazi party and being in Germany, I don't know. You may have partaken in some bad shit and then found out, oh, hey, we are, you know, I don't, I, you know, I don't know what the, what the uh, backstory is there. And, uh, I mean, there's probably some good and bad things to find out about that. <laughs> um, that being said, like uh, just knowing that uh, the, there's all kinds of people with the name Albrecht that did the more committed the most horrendous crimes in human history, uh, you know, it's kind of fucked up. The you know, it's something I've always thought of, um, and and knowing that I is just uh, again, Albrecht is like fucking Smith over there. <laughs> so there was, I'm sure, all kinds of Albrechts that committed some atrocities. Uh. But I, I wasn't my father, and I don't believe like Arnold's father was like a part of the SS or anything to that degree. But he was a Nazi Party member. I should say that. I mean, he wasn't like commandant of Auschwitz or anything like that. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, just knowing affiliation with a party. I mean, that's something you gotta. I would imagine a hard thing to uh, uh deal with. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he was, Arnold was born, I guess, around that time. I'm not sure when Arnold was born. I would imagine it had to have been around the, uh, let's see here. I would imagine it was probably around, probably around the 40s, the 50s. I want to say he was probably born in the 40s, 47, yeah. So he was born, like, right after World War Two. You know, two years after the end of World War Two, you know, ended in uh, forty-five. <clears throat> so, uh, by the time he came around and knew of things, like it was already probably something he, you know, his father didn't want to talk about, sort of situation. And uh, <clears throat> I, I'm willing to bet probably didn't have like his pro- father probably didn't talk about it much at all. Although maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know, but, uh, it's definitely, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man, it's gotta be rough to have been in the family line of, especially like the real monsters of the Holocaust being like a Himmler, or a Goering or a fucking Hitler. <laughs> I know a lot of the, uh, people that were related that were left uh, afterwards, because you know he's uh, one of the Goebbels, and of course uh, you know Hitler. I mean, people that were in the bunker at that time, like all like killed themselves, or like uh, like Goebbels' whole family. Just uh, I, th- I don't remember if they shot the kids. I know that like uh, he had several uh, young children, I believe. Uh, him and his wife uh, <clears throat> took their own lives and uh, the, that of their children, and what uh, I can't imagine. Like, uh, I mean, I feel somewhat bad for the family, especially if, you know, they were, had nothing to do with Nazis. Um, but again, you know, you know, if you were a part of the, and went along with that shit, you know, it's hard to feel any sympathy towards them. But if you just happen to have the last name and be, have the association because, you know, because of that, that's gotta be a, a rough lifetime to live in. I I know, you know, most of those people that were uh, even, like, closely related, especially, like, Hitler, like, uh, changed their fucking name. (laughs) As, uh, I, you know, I, my dad was a real 
asshole in a lot of ways. He didn't commit genocide, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> but uh, I don't think, you know, I should be judged on the things that my father did. I can't imagine if uh, they, you know, wrote about him in history books and you could watch, you know, just pull up a YouTube video to find out how horrible of a person he was. You know, that would uh, that would be a different uh, lifetime or life. As uh, now I'm also thinking, you know, Ted Bundy had a, what was it, at least one kid. I think he had like a daughter or something like that. And uh, <clears throat> a lot of serial killers have had children. Uh, Charlie Manson has uh, a son, I believe. And uh, has, uh, you know, had to, to harbor that. And again, I don't believe these children have committed murder. To the best of my knowledge. Uh, and yet uh, there's a lot of sycophants, too, to, like, the murders that, you know, are all pro, you know, murder and stuff. And for the same with, like, Nazis and everything. And these people would probably try to hound them as well. And just, like, uh, like there's some kind of fucking royalty or something. It would just not, it would just not be something I would want. I'm thankful that... Uh, <laughs> I, even though, you know, I have the name Albrecht and that it's, you know, unfortunately uh, involved in a lot of bad shit that happened in World War II. Uh, just because of the fact that there's just a lot of fucking Albrechts out there. But I'm not directly related, to the best of my knowledge, to any outright monsters that have committed mass genocide. So that's, I guess, a positive. I'll, I'll count that as a win. I'll count that as a win and try not to look at the negative side of the fact that, you know, visiting a Holocaust museum thing and then looking over and seeing like the name of one of the fucking officers there uh, running the, uh, the joint that uh, their name just happened to be Albrecht. <clears throat> as uh, I think agent Mulder says, it's time to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to segue on some positive things. But uh, you start talking about the Holocaust and shit. It, you know, it's how do you segue out of that? There's, there's, there's no good ways. I think he's gonna bite my leg. <laughs> hey now, hey now, damn it! No biting, no biting. That's right, that's right. Don't, don't bite. Uh, uh. So I guess the positive thing, yeah, hey, I get to go buy, uh, get my air filter now to change that out when, uh, I, uh change the oil on the car and uh hopefully everyone has a good uh, memorial day and as always that is a kid in a wheelchair not a trash can